Hello and welcome to Infinite Possibilities Abound. I'm your host, Debbie Waisner. The first topic today is going to be on, on Tao, Da Jing, which is a classic text from Lao Tzu. It translates into how things happen or work. This book has so much wisdom and is broken down into three categories. Natural laws, or how things happen. A specific way of life, or how to live in conscious harmony with everything. And the third is a way or a method of leadership, or how to educate, govern others in accordance with natural or universal laws. One of the ideas that I really like is be like water. Water is both soft and strong. Water wears away rock. Water flows. Water yields. It cleanses, is fluid. Water is refreshing and responsive. Water goes beneath the surface of things. Water follows. The Tao challenges the paradoxes of life. And one of those is letting go. If you let go of who you are, when I let go of who or what I am, I become what I might be. If I let go of my possessions or what I have, I receive what I need. When I let go of trying to be impressive, I become very impressive. The less I make of myself or the less concerned I am with who I am, the more I become. Other paradoxes are by yielding, I endure. When I give, I become more. When I'm at my lowest point or without hope or at the most unease, I'm about to grow. And when I have no desires, a great deal comes to me. The Tao talks about living the simple life. Don't seek money. Don't seek material possessions. There are problems with owning a lot. Stuff needs to be cared for, insured, maintained, and stored. There's an old saying, do you own your possessions or do they own you? The more you have and the more you get, the more you have to look after. So think about giving up things. You can give up spending on things you really don't need. And you can stop spending time looking after the things that you have. The Tao challenges us with a question. Do we want more possessions or do we want to become more conscious? I want inner security and I want to live a peaceful life. The Tao encourages us to be aware of what is happening around us, to pay attention, to keep an open mind, to banish your biases and prejudices. Be open and receptive. Do not seek praise. Remember that silence is a great reservoir of strength. Be selfless. Selflessness centers you. It creates order. Selflessness enhances you. Know yourself and act from the center of your knowing. All life, all events, contain a vibration or a frequency. These vibrations can be positive, which is cooperative, or negative, which is conflict and turbulent. These vibrations show the polarities in nature. Learn, know, and understand how things work. By doing this, you can stay flexible, and strength 
it is flexible. The Tao teaches that nature is blind. It doesn't play favorites. The Tao teaches that emptiness reveals the energy or the mood of a place. Practice and learn to see the emptiness. It also speaks about being honest. Speak simply. Don't, don't try to confuse. Be nourishing. Do not be possessive. Be helpful. Do not take credit for your good work. Pay attention to silence and know that silence is golden. Probably the most famous saying from the Tao is a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. I also like laws make outlaws. In the last episode, I asked the question, are you stuck or lost? And I gave several ideas that you could try. I want to add to the list of things that you can do. I have a list of 35, and I'm going to give you number nine on that list today. And the ninth idea is to forgive someone or everyone. Now, I've spoken about forgiveness before, and I know that this is a, something that can be tough for many people. But I think that's because they don't understand what forgiveness is really about. Forgiveness means that you love yourself more than the hurt and anger directed at another person or situation or circumstance. It means that you're open and willing to change your mind. Look at the word forgive. Do you see what I see? For give. You're giving yourself or others a new opportunity to do better and be better. By giving, you receive a benefit, which could include being calmer, happier, more peaceful, in alignment with the universe, and being centered. Let's be honest, when we don't forgive, we're not in a really good place. You're making judgments, and you're probably making bad decisions because of your highly charged emotional state. Forgive yourself first, and then move on to others. We all make bad choices from time to time. We say things that people misunderstand or take offense to. We have to accept that and move forward. Forgiveness frees you from the person or the incident. You're no longer chained to them. You're not dragging them everywhere you go. You aren't time traveling to the past to relive the situation or circumstance. When you forgive, you can now move into the present moment and live in the moment of now. In the past, it was rare that I would, that I wouldn't forgive somebody within 48 hours. Nowadays, I just don't take offense. So a technique that you can use, and was my favorite, is to write down what happened, the what, why, and who, without any kind of censorship. Get it all out and down on the piece of paper. Then I would fold it up put it in a safe place, and I will come back to it. It would come back to it in a couple of days. I would come back and I would read what I had written and assess how I felt. When it no longer evoked any negative feelings, I would have a ceremony. I'd lightly crumble the paper up, light the paper, drop it onto the ground, and watch it burn and turn into ash and smoke that drifts away on the breeze. You can use that same technique. You could also visualize releasing balloons into the air, letting go of the incident as you forgive somebody. 
or visualizing a big pair of scissors that cuts the, the chains to the incident, situation, or person. Forgiveness frees you. Now, I have three quotes on forgiveness, which I have a bunch more, but I, these are three that I really like. The weak never forgive. Forgiveness is an attribute of the strong. Gandhi, always forgive your enemies. Nothing annoys them so much. Oscar Wilde. We must develop and maintain the capacity to forgive. He who is devoid of the power to forgive is devoid of the power of love. There is some good in the worst of us and some evil in the best of us. When we discover this, we are less prone to hate our enemies. Martin Luther King. The 11th idea for getting unstuck and becoming found is to stop making excuses. Excuses are a waste of time and they don't serve you. Become a no excuse zone. I can't means you're afraid of failure. Fear of failure will stop you from taking risks. Success in any venture requires failure and there is no success without failure. That's how we learn what works and what doesn't work. You were born without any fear of failure. Children are notorious for trying to do many things that scare their parents. You've learned fear as a child, but you don't remember how many times that you fell down when you learned to walk and the equal number of times that you got right back up. As Yoda said, do or do not. There is no try. So stop making excuses. It's okay to fail. Learn from each place that you fail. Evaluate. Make adjustments. Begin again. And here are two quotes that I love on this idea. Never give up. Failure and rejection are only the first steps to succeeding. Jimmy Valvano. I am not discouraged because every wrong attempt discarded is another step forward. Thomas Edison. The twelfth idea is to stop the blame game. When you blame someone else, you give away your power. Blame takes away your sense of self-control and reliance and self-reliance. The blame game is about looking to the past and for someone who's guilty. You're making a, a judgment. Guilt is a negative emotion that doesn't serve you. Life is about how you deal and handle the situations in our life, whether they be good or bad. And I have three quotes. There's enough grief in this world without always getting into whose fault it is. Lisa Sampson. We may place blame, give reasons, and even excuses, but in the end, it's an act of cowardice not to follow your dreams. Steve Marobli. The search for the scapegoat is the easiest of all hunting expeditions. Dwight Eisenhower. The last idea I will share with you for today is number 13, which is to be brave and have courage. Whenever we do something new or outside of our expertise, fear is going to pay a visit. Don't ignore the fear. Deal with the fear by listing what you will gain and the benefits that you will gain from this new experience. If you stay inside your comfort zone all the time, does anything amazing, meaningful, or new happen? Be willing to go on a new adventure 
and doing something outside your comfort zone and your expertise, it will be totally worth it. And I have three quotes for courage. Courage is the most important of all the virtues because without courage, you can't practice any of the others consistently. Maya Angelou. The most courageous act is to still think for yourself. Coco Chanel. Courage is what it takes to stand up and speak. Courage is also what it takes to sit down and listen. Winston Churchill. Have you experienced a tragedy, which can be defined as a sudden violent event that brings great destruction or loss? Tragedies include many types of events, natural disasters, hurricanes, earthquakes, tsunamis, mudslides, floods, fires. Then there are multi-car crashes, mass shootings, building collapses. All of these events leave us unsure, lost, blindsided, overwhelmed. So the question becomes is what can you do? How do you recover? I tend to be a person of action. I want to do something. And sometimes the best thing you can do is nothing. Sit down. Take some deep breaths. There is no one answer that applies to everyone. I know my mind races to try and connect all the dots and figure out why this happened. You could be replaying what you've been through, trying to uncover every possible scenario for undoing what has happened. So sit down and breathe. You want to be patient with yourself. One moment you can still be feeling overwhelmed, and the next moment you're numb. Your body, mind, and spirit is trying to come to grips with what has happened. What's happened could feel unreal or surreal, but it did happen. Acknowledge what has happened. Don't hide from it or go into or cover up your feelings. Unfortunately, we must face the reality of the situation. Express your emotions. Don't hide or deny or repress what you're feeling. You can talk with your friends, family, confidants, or maybe journaling. Surround yourself with supportive individuals and people that you know. None of us gets through hard times alone. Let people in who care about you. Refuse to give in to pride, shame, fear, or guilt. Know that you're not alone. Whatever you're going through, others have been there before. From this tragedy, maybe you will learn something about yourself and the situation that happened. Maybe you can do something for somebody else. Or you'll learn to be more helpful, kinder, and patient person because of this tragedy. Forgive yourself for not being in charge of the situation and circumstances. You're not in control of everything. I've been told that I'm a control freak, and I don't know that I really am. But if I can control a situation, I will. But so much of life is beyond my control. I know that, so I surrender to that fact. I don't resist the situation. I don't resist what has happened. But I do forgive myself for not being in control and being able to stop it or change it. And you want to define what this tragedy means to you. Don't let your family, friends, or even the media tell you what this 
situation, this tragedy, means to you? Can you find an optimistic perception for what has happened, even if it's terrible? This can make you a stronger person. You'll gain additional insight and knowledge into others. You've got a new hurdle or challenge or obstacle to overcome. Or maybe you gain the additional responsibility for caring for others. But define the tragedy for yourself in personal terms. Next is to keep things in perspective. The phrase, this too shall pass, is a reminder that things will get better. Things will improve. It could be hard now. It could be intense, draining, brutal. But over time, that will change. Things will improve. There's a new chapter unfolding. You're strong enough to move forward. In order to not stay stuck in the tragedy, have some activities that will move you forward every day. Now, it can be hard to set some goals when you're struggling, but you will need something to help move you forward. So plan several activities for your day. It can be, I'm going to go to the grocery today. I'm going to run the sweeper today. I'm going to call someone and thank them for their kindness today. Doing something that moves you forward in moments of difficulties, tragedies, hardships, and obstacles will help with your perspective. You get to maintain some momentum in your life and your engaging life and moving forward through the tragedy, through the hardship, through the struggle. I want to go back to some more universal laws that you can incorporate into your life. The universal law of sufficiency and abundance states that you possess everything within you right now to make and have your life be a dream come true. Recognize that you are enough, complete, whole, and perfect in this moment. Recognize who you are and the gifts and blessings that you've already received, and you'll receive more. The universal law of inverses, or polarity, simply states that everything has two equal and opposite sides. You can't have good without bad, or happy without sad, or right without wrong, or up without down, or hot without cold. It's the contrast that helps us define what we like and prefer in our lives. Any situation that you view as negative contains an equal measure of positivity. Your job, your responsibility is to find the positive, to find the good or the greatness in the situation. At times, you might have to hunt, pursue, search, and seek out this silver lining, but it exists. So you wanna look for the silver lining but don't go looking for the bad or the negative as you're likely to find it. The universal law of habit states that you'll continue doing the same thing indefinitely without a defined decision or outside influence or force. This is also known as living in your comfort zone in regards to your life, your work, food, leisure activities, sporting events, television shows, the route you drive to work, how you walk and talk. You're running in the same place each and every day. 
you could be in a rut or have a routine that doesn't serve your best interests. Personal responsibility. What does that mean to you? Well, I'm not a victim. For me, it means I'm charting my own path. I have a confidence and certainty in who I am and feel a magic of the possibilities that are to come. I'm a powerful being, and I don't want to give away my power by not being responsible for my life. I know that change can come from the outside, or change can come from the inside. So for the most part, I'm in charge of my path, the direction that I'm going, the people that I interact with, the things that I do, and the places I go. I'm on my own adventurous journey. Another item of responsibility is to pay attention to your attention. Where are you placing your attention? Is it on the things that you want to do and accomplish or on those things that you can't do and, ac and can't accomplish? Are you allowing the distractions of the world to take away the focus of what you want? You want to focus on your attention. You want to guard your attention from the outside distractions and garbage that life tends to throw in our paths. The next thing that you're responsible for is your attitude. Are you alive, energized, excited, enthusiastic, and positive, and can't wait for the next thing to happen? Or are you constantly saying, well, here we go again. You get to choose your attitude. I tend to look for the incredible magic that every new day brings instead of on negative aspects of life. That can leave one feeling exhausted, angry, upset, tired. I choose to focus on purpose on the positive, regardless of the situation. You generate your attitude by where you focus. The other thing that we're in charge of are our actions and our behaviors. You're not allowing some outside force to determine how your day is going to go and where you're placing your attention and focus. You build strength and character and discipline. All of these things allow you to move forward with confidence, faith, and trust in your abilities. Sure, you might fail, but that's not a big deal. You learn something along the way and move forward. When you claim personal responsibility, you're in charge of your life, your actions, your beliefs, and who you are. Happiness and joy flow from personal responsibility. Free will, free choice. Choose personal responsibility. I want to thank you for joining me on today's episode of Infinite Possibilities Abound. This is your host, Debbie Waisner. I hope that you have an absolutely fabulous day and a wonderful week. Until next week.